0: getting people to do things for him (laughs) I mean he's the youngest kid right so he was the one that you know we'd be out in the in the in the backyard in the swimming pool and uh Will would be like hey uh I I sure would like some crackers and or some chips and you know one of one of the sisters-in-law will just get up out of the pool and go get him some chips it works that way, so how I'm preaching today. it's, it's, it's supposed to be will. But anyway, can you believe that uh, you know last Sunday was Christmas Eve, and now it's already New Year's Eve. You know, everybody loves Christmas, and it's my, my favorite holiday. It always has been, and, and I, I love that Andy Williams song that says it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And, and what's not to love? I mean, you have the, the decorations, uh, the music, the food, the joy, the good wishes, and the exchanging of gifts. I mean, don't you wish, kind of like Will's sermon recently, don't you wish it could be always Christmas and never winter? But Christmas doesn't last long enough. You know, speaking of the music, I never sang in a choir before Janie and I joined this church. But uh, Mike Kennedy and Brandon Farron sort of encouraged me <laughs> to join the, the choir. And uh, I have to say that, that I, have, I have loved that. But I, I have learned so much more about music than I ever knew. I always loved music, but I've learned so much. And one of the things that in rehearsals that, that Brandon keeps reminding us of is to pay attention to the song's lyrics, not just sing the song, but to pay attention to the lyrics. So two days ago, I happened to be listening to a song and I, I read the lyrics of a Christmas song that all of us have probably sung a hundred times, and I noticed something that i never noticed before. And it goes like this. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in the dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met In thee tonight. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Wait a minute. I get it. Hopes, I get that. You know, Israel was longing for a Messiah for hundreds of years. They'd been longing for a Messiah, so he's born. Hopes realized. But fears? What fears? Whose fears? And afraid of what? You know, the song was written by an Episcopal clergyman from Boston named Phillips Brooks. And he wrote that song in 1868. I don't really know what he had in mind, but I do know that that very first Christmas that we sing about didn't last long enough either. You know, we spent four weeks of Advent retelling how a young Virgin Mary was visited by an angel and she was told that she would have a son who would grow up and save the world. And then we celebrated The beautiful stories about Jesus' birth in a manger and the visitation by angels and shepherds and wise men who brought priceless gifts. But that was really only the beginning of Jesus' life on earth. So the question is well, what happened next? And it's a part of the story that very often we just kind of don't remember. But while Jesus was still an infant, Joseph had another dream in which an angel told him, you and Mary and Jesus, you need to get to Egypt. And by the way, is it any coincidence that Jesus' father is Joseph who has dreams and goes to Egypt, kind of like that other Joseph that had dreams, interpreted dreams and went to Egypt and became a ruler there. I, I just, kind of an interesting aside to me to think about that. That also is something that struck me. But the question is, why did the angel tell him to go to Egypt? Well, we know the answer. It was because we know from history, King Herod was a paranoid person, very paranoid. He built the fortress at Masada, if you've ever been there. He built that fortress because he was afraid that Antony and Cleopatra might try to attack from the south or that He might, there might be a revolt in Jerusalem. He wanted to have somewhere to go. So he was paranoid. Well, after visiting with the wise men, he became intensely afraid of a new king born to be king of Israel and who would obviously take his place. So what did he do? He ordered the deaths of every male two years old or younger in the region. Now Jesus' family escaped, but think about what happened to everybody else. And imagine how you would feel if a Roman soldier burst into your home and murdered your precious, innocent boys. So the nativity was followed by the slaughter of the innocents. Something that was miraculous and good and beautiful was followed by an event so horrible and evil that we just instinctively kind of gloss over that part of the story, turn our eyes away, and try not to think about it. So as the hymn said, hopes, And fears did meet as the everlasting light was born, and evil tried to snuff it out. So, as we gather here on the last day of 2023, we can look back and we can see yeah, there's some evil. But there's also much that is good. Dar- darkness exists, so does light. Darkness is just the absence of light. You know, outside of Hollywood special effects, there is no such thing as an uncandle. I remember, like Harry Potter, or one of these where somebody walks in the room and they, all the, candle flames get sucked into this little container that's hollywood it's not reality you can bring you cannot bring dark into a lighted room darkness cannot overpower light but light can eliminate darkness light always wins so god started revealing his plan hundreds of years before that first christmas The prophet Isaiah wrote, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them the light has shone. Then Jesus came along and explained that he was the source of the light. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. And then Paul taught us that we, Jesus' followers, are not supposed to be just spectators. We're supposed to carry the light and expand the light until Jesus' return. He told the Ephesians, For at one time you were darkness, But now, you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. So, as a church family, if you look back, this is what we do, right? Before New Year's, we look back and then we look forward. So, as we look back... What are two or three things that any of you might remember or might be able to share that you think that we as a church family did, or maybe a gift that God gave the church to help share light? What good did we see in 2023? Anybody want to? Big check for bear paws. Yeah, I knew bear paws would come up, and I figured it would come up first. I mean, that's, that's been awesome. And for the visitors, do you all know what bear paws is? It's a ministry we have that basically focuses on the school across the street. And it's, it's just been awesome. Uh, get somebody to tell you about it sometime. What else? Yes, ma'am. Dog show, yes, the dog show. Uh, Yeah, these things are bringing light. How? Because, well, heck, where's Eric? Eric uh, even uh, prayed for dogs and stuff. And, you know, this is a ministry to to our community and the people that live around here, the people that are always walking their dogs. Uh, It it was a lot of fun. What else? Yes, ma'am. Oh, sir. Donuts. Donuts. Why not? <laughs> you know, I just yes, I think will said will and all Also, Well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Carol. So, so music. Did you hear what she said? The High Plains Choral Society. And for those of you who have not ever attended one of those, you do not know what you're missing. It's the best choir. I'd put it against any choir anywhere. It's awesome. Beautiful music. It, it, I, if I dare you to come sit through one of those concerts and not tear up. I dare you. So, uh, yeah, Linda. Have. yeah meeting the needs of people who who can't be here all the time wow okay this church that's like being yeah taking seriously the the ministry to our neighbors and being a part of the community. So yeah that's awesome. So looking forward, one thing that will wanted us to do if we could, and we'll see how this works uh, is is to is to pray today for 2024. Maybe just kind of two or four people, kind of gather together, however you it works out, and pray. Um, what what things should we be praying for as a church? To reach people that normally can not come to church. Reach people that normally can't come to church or don't. Yeah. Come in, feel comfortable, okay. I heard somebody over here. Yeah, still, you know, continue to be light. yeah, continue to be light, absolutely. Anybody else? Oh, Brian in the back. Leaders? Yeah. Peace. glad you're here i have something for you by the way um okay well if you feel comfortable um you know grab a couple of your neighbors or just you know if you're kind of sitting by yourselves uh why not let's just pray a little bit with each other and uh and then here in a minute i'll close this out and uh I think we have another song and And we'll go from there. Is that okay? pray together. Holy God, thank you for bringing us to this place and this time in history. Thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us and the prayers you have answered for truly you are a God who answers prayer. Please help us not fear the darkness, but to bring light into this troubled nation, this state. In this city help us to know your will and please give us the courage to be doers of your word not just hearers only show us how to better love you one another and our neighbors in the coming year for you are our strength our shield our sustainer and our life in Jesus name We bless you and thank you. Amen.